really? We got complimented by the USA. Douglas Slim and Juanita, the podcast. 2021 is almost over. I feel like it's passed so fast, but at the same time, we're kind of ready for it. Yeah, and what a <laughs> weird year it has been. What a like weird when food. when COVID like first came to our shores in early 2020, mm-hmm. experts were saying, you know, brace for two years of like uh, fighting with this pandemic. That it's going to take us two years to come to grips, maybe even three years. And I said, like, okay lah, I'm going to discount 2020. I'm going to discount 2021. And nothing's going to happen. And we're stuck at home. We're fighting this virus. But then when Malaysia started doing well in like March 2020, April 2020, our numbers were coming down quite significantly. I thought, eh, okay lah, maybe we can bounce back faster. Maybe 2021 lah, we can start again with a bang. How wrong I was. <laughs> exactly. I mean, I'm happy to cross off those two years. Yeah lah. <laughs> But it hasn't been all bad. Mm. Um, we did kind of pick up. We are picking up. I think yeah. in August during yes. the pandemic, I got this job. Oh really? Oh, it yeah. was in August this year, is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. But before that, I wasn't doing anything. Right, I was freelancing. I was hosting like MC gigs, and doing all the social of media those stuff. gigs like completely zero because no live events were allowed to happen. Exactly. All of my gigs got cancelled from like February 2020 itself. Yeah. Really, like cancel, cancel, cancel. Yeah, correct. Shooting also cancel. Mm-hmm. Mm. So that was tough. But it's good that you know this job came in, and now I'm like doing my dream slot, which is nice. The oh, morning slot. Breakfast is your dream slot. Yeah. Oh, that means I'm your dream partner, lah. <laughs> yeah, bad dream. Oh, I put chili in your <laughs> mouth then, no. But 2021 was quite interesting for you, right? Yeah, quite colorful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Story next on Fly FM. Fly FM. So the year is ending. 2021 has been very interesting. <laughs> Started off uh, a bit rough, but yeah. it picked up right towards the end. Um, picked up in August for me lah when I got a job. Because mm. before that, nothing. For this year, like when it started, it was just very bad because shows were still all cancelled. Live shows were not allowed. Mm. Uh, I had actually one show scheduled in May. Uh, joke Factory in the Publica. I was really looking forward to it because I hadn't done a live show in a long time, right. and my uh, fans and the comedy audiences were also really looking forward to it. They bought tickets very early. Right. Yeah, I was supposed to do Thursday night, Friday night, Saturday afternoon, and night. Mm-hmm. But then our numbers, our COVID numbers started creeping up like two weeks before, and I was like, "Oh, please don't oh. creep up anymore." And it went higher and higher and higher, and then they announced like lockdown right. on Thursday itself. On so the day on my itself. first, yeah, on my first day, they were like, "Douglas, we can't do it. Shoot. We gotta, we gotta shut it down." So oh, the whole thing was cancelled. Now I was just left to reflect on what this year might have been because I actually had some offers to do big Malay movies. Wow! You know, I worked so hard in the industry to get the These opportunities to finally yeah. break into you know the Malay market and do some acting and you know oh, comedy roles, yeah. not hero roles because mm-hmm. you know apparently I can't do hero roles. <laughs> 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 People were watching this one hero I cannot be, <laughs> <laughs> you know? but it were comedy roles. But they were they were nice, they were juicy, they were funny roles, and all of those projects got postponed indefinitely. Mm-hmm. I still don't know when we're going to shoot them. If I can shoot them, if I can make the new schedule now, right? So things were pretty rough. But then I got into uh, online videos, lah. <laughs> Yeah, we all saw that during lockdown. You were on everyone's phones and yeah. you know computers and WhatsApps. I got yeah, I got really famous on WhatsApp. Like all my relatives started like you know forwarding stuff here and there. Exactly. Some of them forwarded back to me. I'm like, why are you forwarding my video back to me? Like I haven't watched this. Shit. Yeah. So then one of the videos got quite a lot of attention. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one with the 
Right, the plastic Tupperware on the face <laughs> tied it with yeah. like, to your head with rubber bands. The whole incident actually wasn't funny. You know, the incident is quite serious. But, yes. you know. But it was nice that you, you know, you touched on it. Like, you were talking about politics. So, it was very entertaining. I think that's yeah. when we started actually paying attention to politics. <laughs> it wasn't so much politics, politics. It was more about people who sh- were showing like they didn't really care. Mm. I think that was my main gripe about the whole thing. I mean, right. like, can you, you're in charge here. Can you show like you care a little bit? <laughs> just pretend Act like act like, like you care, but you know. So it was just this wanton display of dismissiveness that yeah. you know got me irritated. It However, hilarious. Huh? it was hilarious. Thank you. <laughs> and the video got a lot of attention. Eventually, yeah. it got me a Malaysian book of records. Really? Yeah, yeah. For most number of video views, which was one million in a day, by a stand-up comedian on Facebook. I understand wow. the category is very long. <laughs> But after that, good things started happening. I mean, I got a call from Fly FM. They were like, hey, Douglas, we got a morning radio show. You want to come and be an announcer? I was like, I'm not doing anything now anyway. So, yeah, <laughs> sure, you know. And now I'm here every morning with you. Wow. Sound very excited, huh? <laughs> well, but the weekend's coming. <laughs> yeah, well, you don't have to see my face for two days. <laughs> Fly FM. So, the US State Secretary's name is Blinken, um, doing a whole Southeast Asia hmm. route, came to Malaysia for just two days on a working trip but he had to cut his trip even shorter and fly back to Washington wow I guess his trip was over in a blinken of an eye <laughs> <laughs> bang, 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 bang. whoa pun of the week Friday Friday <laughs> you just compliment yourself <laughs> what happened oh actually God. so uh, well he's doing as I said this whole Southeast Asian mm. route right I think to strengthen the ties between America and the Southeast Asian because countries because these ties are so loose <laughs> yeah because we haven't seen each other for two years no, because probably. we didn't want to see the previous guy remember that Fleur <laughs> no way <laughs> so he went to Indonesia mm. came to Malaysia and then he was supposed to go to Thailand right. after this but when he was here he said that we handled our COVID situation quite well oh really we got complimented by the USA yeah as if we don't know right we handled the COVID situation better than them <laughs> well we didn't have one joker telling people to drink bleach like that's what you say we only had one fellow asking us to drink warm water which is a lot better than bleach <laughs> so yeah they came to Malaysia stayed for a very short while and then went back to Washington because of what what happened here actually because actually of COVID they had, there's huh? a COVID case of within co- their group so oh. they said yeah better not better not you know, go Thailand nah. yeah better not go Thailand go back to Washington but I have a different theory <laughs> what theory <laughs> I think they went to Indonesia had some power chili or power sambal so, sambalado oh yeah yeah <laughs> came to Malaysia had some sambal blachan together with their nasi goreng USA finally <laughs> <laughs> and then they were like no our American stomachs can't take this we gotta fly back to Washington to use the toilets in our house probably because they cannot understand why Malaysian toilets always got water on the floor (laughs) these Malaysians are leaking all the time (laughs) Fly FM we're talking football updates I don't understand why I thought everybody everything is cancelled because of COVID no not everything is cancelled because of COVID but yes the Omicron (laughs) variant is running a mock in the UK right now Mm -hmm. I think they recorded their highest number of cases yesterday 78,000 wow (laughs) super a lot right that's a lot yeah yeah so the uh, Premier League has also been affected and so they are begging the league to suspend the rest of the matches at least until 2022 until next year so they can isolate the people they can quarantine the people properly but also because Mm. 
The EPL schedule in December is mental, man. I was looking through the fixtures. I'm like, mm. I'm surprised these players didn't protest and say, I don't want to play. Could it be that this is a, you know, protest? <laughs> They're just saying that they've got COVID. <laughs> Maybe. Because, <laughs> whoa, if I was an EPL player right now, I'd yeah. be like, hey, you mad ah? How many matches am I playing a week, man? This is mental. However, some matches did happen. Right. I think Liverpool just uh, finished playing Newcastle. Can you right. guess who won? Newcastle? No, why would you guess Newcastle? Liverpool are very good now. I don't know because I saw that they were missing three players oh, because, because of, the, of the, COVID the COVID cases. I don't know, Virgil, Fabinho and Curtis Jones. Wow. But are they from Liverpool or Newcastle? I don't know. No, they're from Liverpool, yes. <laughs> but that one you know. The fact that they won 3 1, you don't know. Don't your, know. your knowledge of football very specific. <laughs> so Liverpool just won 3 1 uh, at Newcastle. Yeah. Chelsea drew. Oh. So that's going to make the race really exciting right now. Chelsea drew 1 1 with Everton. Uh, Arsenal smashed West Ham 2 0. That was like a London derby, so that was good. City uh-huh. smashed Leeds 7 0. Poor thing. La. <laughs> I watched the match, I felt so bad. For the Leeds Seven, goalkeeper uh? 7-0 And the goals by the uh, De Bruyne uh, This guy from City Was so amazing Like you couldn't stop it <laughs> He just he went away Kicked the ball uh, If I was the goalkeeper So I did not touch him After my break my hand It was, <laughs> it was Thunderbolts man yeah. I am uh, Both sad But also relieved Because the best team In the world Brighton and Hove Albion I'm sure you know About them I've heard of them la, once or twice before, you know? <laughs> yeah, they lost, uh, I think two days ago, to Wolverhampton Wanderers. Yeah. We shouldn't have lost. Uh, 1-0 was the score. So I was a bit disappointed and sad because mm-hmm. we lost to Wolves. Right. However, we were supposed to play Manchester United like tomorrow. Right. Oh, that one I was very scared uh, because <laughs> Manchester United are getting better and better. Right. So I'm relieved at the same time. That's so, cancelled. Yeah, so here is a chant yep. uh, that expresses my... Inner turmoil of wow. emotions that I feel about Brighton and Hove Albion. Wow, that's a loaded one. <laughs> okay, ready, ah? Uh? Let's go. Nine, ten. Brighton and Hove Albion, how to be champion? We kala to serigala, better cancel the next one. Twenty twenty two, here we come. Fly. So these students in Seremban gave their teacher a Perodua Arus as a retirement present. Oh, that is oh. so sweet, but timing a bit salah, right? Why? Because now he's retired, he doesn't have to drive to school anymore. You give him a car now for what? He has nowhere to go. What are you talking about? He can go anywhere, he can no, go market. I, I don't know, maybe I think right, he's going to take the Perodua Arus yeah. and still drive to school and park in some <laughs> corner like some dodgy fella and go like, Psst, psst, you have knowledge? <laughs> Your knowledge I'm going to give you free knowledge you know, I think he's done with school probably Okay why did they do this for him Was he like a really special teacher Yeah he, he was a teacher for 35 years At the oh, same school At the same school wow. Yeah Crazy long service man this one Yeah so he was a math teacher Everybody mm. loved him He was a good math teacher So his past students And his current students as well Pulled money to buy him a car That's really really sweet yeah. I, I wonder if the other teachers uh, like Saw this and go like yeah. Hmm Maybe we start seeding ideas into our students' minds so they know to get us for our retirement like the geography teacher is like okay Murit Murit today we study about Italy you know what's famous in Italy? Ferrari yeah uh, Ferrari that's my favourite car <laughs> did you ever like give something nice to your teachers for I don't know retirement or teacher's day or something uh, like that? yeah I sang for my teachers once during teacher's day I asked whether you gave something nice or not you say you sang for them uh. why yeah. would I don't understand this you know, I don't understand why they make students 
perform for the teachers on Teachers Day. Why? No, because it's our day. I was a teacher once, right? Mm-hmm. And on Teachers Day, I want to get some presents, lah. Don't just stand there and sing for us or do <laughs> acting every day. I see y'all act interested. I don't need to see any more acting. <laughs> That's why you're not a teacher anymore, Douglas. Wow. Teachers love this, okay? They love to watch their students go up and sing for them. My mom was a teacher once, okay. and my brother was a prefect at the same school. He sang for her at, on Teachers Day. She loved it. No, that is nepotism. <laughs> There's no, nothing you do with like rewarding teachers. <laughs> Didn't you have like good teachers that you wanted to do things for? I bought them stuff, lah. Like you should. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> I, I had this really good uh, debating teacher, uh-huh. or oh, she was uh, something else, lah. Okay, wait. We got no time for that full story now, but we do in five minutes. <laughs> Fly FM. Fly FM. So students in Seremban gave their teacher a car as a retirement present. You were talking about your debate teacher, Douglas, which you love. Yes, uh, she was such a superstar in the school. Yeah. Uh, she was also a big supporter of the debating team. She mm-hmm. handpicked her, she trained her, she would ferry her to the other schools so for nice. competitions, and she taught me so much. One thing she thought, which I which I can still remember, mm-hmm. is the fact that she said, "Douglas, debating uh, is not about winning arguments only. Because debating at the end of the day is a competition. You must learn how to win the competition, right. so you can debate semantics." Or principle Do you know what that means? No Okay, so interesting huh? <laughs> I don't know why I'm giggling While telling this story <laughs> So a lot of people When they debate a motion So you get a motion In a debate, right? Yeah. So they will start arguing About the principle Means what the whole motion Is about For example mm-hmm. Let's say you are On a debating team And you get the motion Like You can learn more Outside of school Than inside school Okay Most debaters will argue About how schools Are specially equipped To impart knowledge How students are regimented Into a timetable So they can learn All this knowledge Right That is uh, Arguing Principle Right However If the motion Is not in your favour You can also argue Semantics That means you just Zero in on one word Right (laughs) Which is very cheeky Actually Uh So the motion was You can learn more Outside of school Than inside of school Just focus on can So you'd be like No This is not about Whether you learn more Or you don't learn more This is about Whether you can Learn more The possibility of learning more is obviously outside school is much better because outside school has no boundaries. Inside school, there are boundaries. So right. it's not about whether you do learn or you don't learn. It's about whether you can learn more. A very oh. sneaky way of arguing. Right. But it, was, but it was very interesting. Mm-hmm. Then she also taught us two other uh, things which stand out. Uh, first one is, she was like, boys... Just make up the statistics. <laughs> because sometimes, right, we will panic, right? We get the motion really late and we've got to debate in, let's say, two hours. Yeah. And we have no time to prepare. And we'll be yeah, like, yeah. we cannot find the statistics, teacher. We don't know what is true and what is not true. Mm-hmm. We don't have the data because the, the resource center is not fully equipped. And she'll be like, just make up the statistics. No one knows <laughs> the correct answer. No one's going to call you out on this. Yeah. And then the second uh, advice was, if you think you're losing, yeah. Just start shouting Because shouting Shows confidence <laughs> <laughs> That sounds like How I win an argument With my partner Just shout <laughs> Of course Renita Because 10 out of 10 women Do this Do you just make up That statistic? Of course <laughs> But speaking of Good teachers We have a personal story Actually from our Content manager Pietro Fly FM A few students Gave their teacher A car as a retirement present So we're talking about Good teachers We've all had one At least That's mm. really impacted Our lives in a very you know personal way um and then our content manager pietro shared his story he's here now hi good morning good morning pietro so you've got a good 
teacher story first, right? Yes. Uh, a few days ago, uh, actually two days ago, uh, one of my teachers, a very good friend and one of the champions of radio in Malaysia, his name is Ross Yusof. Uh, many of you might know him. Yeah. Uh, so I started my radio career more than a decade ago, and uh, Ross uh, was one of my first ever teachers. When I was on radio, he right. the first time I ever went on air, he was there with me. He was saying, "Okay, push this button when you want to talk. Press this button to play this music. Talk, smile when you talk. You know, he's giving me all the good tips, and he always, he always taught me all the right habits." Let me just jump in here for those of you who are unaware. Ross Yusof sadly uh, passed away two days ago. Yes. Um, so for those of you who know him, you will recognize his voice immediately. Yes. Uh, he was a bubbly chap. And right now, uh, we just found out that he was uh, Pietro's teacher. <laughs> yeah, he also trained Natalie, yes. who does, uh, who's currently doing the night show. Yeah, he, he has taught many, many DJs uh, in Malaysia. Mm-hmm. And I think the, the appealing thing about Ross is he's... Like uh, Douglas just said, he's a very friendly guy. Mm. He's always got something nice to say. He's always laughing, and yeah. you know, uh, after he passed, you could see his Facebook uh, wall just filled yeah. with amazing messages mm-hmm. from people that he's touched. So I, you know, this is a little tribute to Ross to say thank you for being my first ever teacher and teaching me how to enjoy radio. Do you have one personal story uh, of Ross that yeah. training you? Yeah, so so he, he trained me for about two weeks. Uh, this was for a, a contest with the radio station mm-hmm. that I was with and I ended up winning it. So one of the things I had to do after I won was be on radio the next day and it was a Sunday morning, obviously the night after a Manchester United game. So I go into the, into the studio early, I get everything ready and here comes Ross, you know, thinking that he would help me like you know congratulate me and things like that ross walks in and he goes good morning mate i was like good morning what do we have to do he was like you do lah you you press you know right you know how to do and he takes out his newspaper opens it up and just starts reading and just smiles through it all and every now one now and then he'll put the newspaper down and he'll go you okay i'm like yeah okay and that was it that, what an amazing teacher yeah. Hey Ross uh, Listen <laughs> I think you can rest proud mm-hmm. That you managed to train Pietro Hey <laughs> Fly FM So this long distance couple Could only wave at each other at the airport After being apart for two years That's so sweet but also so sad yeah. And I hope la, I really hope yeah. They waved at the right people Because <laughs> now no airports And with masks on And airports are notorious For people waving People are waving all the time <laughs> When I when I send like friends off departure right? Yeah. I don't know how many times You should stop to wave Because mm. they were in KLIA They yeah. will go down the escalator Then on the way They'll turn around Wave so I'll wave yeah. back and I think finish lor. No, they walk two steps, turn around, wave, and then I wave back. Now I'm like, can I go now? No, they turn around, wave. Ah, lama, wave back. There should be a standard number of waves. I think three <laughs> is maximum. Then you go through immigration. Bye bye. Unless you're my mother, lah. You just go down, walk straight. You don't look back. Your mother wouldn't even look back. <laughs> <No>. ah. <laughs> nice, lah, auntie. So this couple, right? They haven't seen each other for two years, oh. as I said. Yeah. Um, and they couldn't see each other as well after the you know pandemic laws loosened up because of the twenty-one day quarantine. They are in separate countries now. Or what's the story? Yes. So oh. he's in Hong Kong, and she was in America. She went to Shanghai to do her internship, right. but on her way back to New York, she booked a flight that would transit. In Hong Kong Oh she oh, purposely lah So can yeah. maybe catch a glimpse of him For a short while exactly. In the airport Yeah so he found a spot At the airport Where he could see her mm. They both went there Met each other From 20 metres apart And then Yeah just waved at each other <laughs> 
<laughs> How long were they waving for? Like? One hour. Oh, that's a long time to wave. But I'm sure they would have maybe like texted each other. Yeah, oh sure. no, did they shout? Did they shout like across the airport? Like, I love you. And the other person, I love you too. And then she's like, huh? <laughs> I cannot hear you, man. <laughs> like a love scene from a movie, is it? No, more like a love scene from a Malay drama. Why? Because Malay drama love scene cannot be too close to each other. One month. 20 meters apart is just right. <laughs> Nonsense. No, but how do you like keep the love alive when you're in a long distance relationship? We have a story, right, Juanita? Yeah, I was in a long distance relationship for a while. Okay. Okay, I'll tell you the story after this. Fly FM. So we're talking about long distance relationships. This couple in uh, Hong Kong and Shanghai, mm. so cute. They couldn't meet because of travel restrictions. So the best they could do was meet each other at the airport from 20 meters apart. And just wave and just at each wave other. just wave at each other for an hour. Yeah, Juanita has got this story about her long distance relationship, which I'm sure will be very sweet and seaweed. <laughs> Very seaweed, which I'm sure will be very sweet and romantic. But before that, I would like to jump in with my little story because mine is a lot uh, less interesting. Mm. When I was having a long-distance relationship with my wife, then my girlfriend, uh, yeah. she'll be in Cambridge, I'll be in Charas. <laughs> yeah, and what we do is we would wake up at the same time, uh, get onto our computers and email each other at the same time just to have the Aww. thought that we're both awake at the same time under the same sky, blah, blah, blah. But that's very boring and unromantic. Wanita, what's your story? That is quite sweet. But my story, we used to Skype or video call each mm-hmm. other um, and have date nights over video call. What, so eat, like, eat food, drink wine, what? Eat food, uh, okay. watch movies together, fall watch, asleep together. Watch movies together? So you had yeah. two separate devices for this to work or how? Yeah, yeah. We t- so we had the same movie on mm. our device and then we'll go like one, two, three, start the movie together. <laughs> so cute. But also <laughs> yeah. very, very necessary like, because if you all start at different times uh, uh-huh. the sound difference will drive you crazy man. <laughs> you are watching a movie the other side the sound is advanced oh man you'll be like oh what's, okay, what's happening they're going to die but then how about like you know when couples watch a movie they will snuggle close to each other yeah. on Skype then how? you just hug a pillow lah and imagine the person's there yeah okay true so so you said you said it was an ex-boyfriend right? yes did the breakup happen while you guys were having this long distance relationship or after you guys were in the same place again? Uh, no the breakup happened when we were back in the same country. I guess as much. Why? Because it's very difficult to be irritating when you're far away. <laughs> Romantic partners are like mosquitoes, one you know. When they're far away, uh, everything is fine. No problem. When they come close near your ear, you want to smack them. <laughs> Fly FM. So a Singaporean man pretended to be his brother to avoid getting caught at a roadblock. What's up with Singaporeans? Like? You know, lion pretend to be fish. People pretend to be happy. Food pretend to be delicious. Hey, just be yourselves, la, guys. <laughs> but guess what happened? Okay. Fuller got caught. La. So his name is Jason. He's not supposed to be driving. Why? Um, He was involved in two accidents. Oh, so before. he cannot demerit points already. La. Yes, correct. Okay. So he was at this roadblock, right, in Singapore. In a car, clearly a driving. Car. Yeah, absolutely. He panicked, right. right, when he saw the roadblock. And then he said he did have his NRIC on him. Mm. Wrote down his brother's details instead. Okay. But turns Trying out... 
Yeah, turns out his brother is a wanted criminal. Wow. I, I don't get how he doesn't know this about his brother. I know maybe the brothers are estranged or whatever, but talk about going from the frying pan into the fire. That's even worse, right? <laughs> yeah. So what happened to him? So he got arrested, sentenced to nine weeks in jail, and disqualified from driving all classes of vehicles for 20 years. 20 years cannot drive in Singapore. Uh-huh. You know what's going to happen, right? What? He's going to come to Malaysia and start driving <laughs> here. <laughs> no, we, we will accept anybody. But, This family quite hardcore. Huh? One son go and simply bang people accident and then disqualify from driving. The other son is a wanted criminal, like yeah. you say. Usually in a family, there's one black sheep, right? Yeah. There's always that one fella who's up to shenanigans, naughty fella. But this family got two black sheep. You know, <laughs> poor parents. How are they going to explain to their friends? Yeah, I don't know lah. Why my children so naughty? You know, they were born Singaporean and then they grew up Malaysian. No. <laughs> <laughs> Fly FM. We're talking about black sheeps of the family. Every family has one, right? A sibling, uncle, auntie. At least one is koya. So <laughs> we're asking you, what is your black sheep of your family story, Casey? Hi. So I have a younger brother uh-huh. who, when he was in his early teens, like twelve, thirteen. Okay. And you know we used to go to like parties, like you know, as family, family parties. Okay. And all that. Thank you for clarifying because when parties at wow, <laughs> what the uh, nightclub parties? All you're going as a child. Okay. Oh, those are family gatherings, lah. Like uh, family yeah, Christmas like and stuff. Mm. And uh, and there'd be other kids there, but these were younger kids. Okay. So like they were like five, six, and he used to always for some reason end up picking a fight with them <laughs> when we played with them. He was already like, much older than them, but mm. for some reason he always kept fighting with them. You know, when you play with toys, you just end up like trying. Hog all the toys. Oh my god! Did you all not have like, toys at home? <laughs> we do, we do. Wait, wait. But he always wanted toys that were at other people's houses. Was he a middle child by any chance? Yes, yes, he is. Why? How he do you is. guess? Ah, uh? how do you guess that? Ah, uh, Vanita. Because middle child all ladies lah. They don't know how to share. They want everything for themselves. They're insecure about their place in the family. No, wait, wait, Chop. Uh, Casey. Uh, do you like bully your brother? Do you like take away his toys? Maybe that's why he's kind of lashing out. I mean, sometimes. <laughs> Oh! Well, I'm sorry to stereotype middle children. I apologize. But so, but what happened? Like he he'll fight with the children. So obviously the parents will get involved. What I mean, like or, or yeah. as, as so the older sibling, what do you do? I mean, most most time it's for my entertainment. But he'll just be like pushing, shoving them around. You know, when you play also like police and thieves, like that game. Right. He oh, ends up like fighting with the kids. And sometimes my mom has to like intervene and like, hey, hey, no, stop, 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 come, come, stop. I need to stop. Is he still like this though? Thankfully not. Thankfully not. Oh, it's grown yeah. grown out of it, lah. Yeah. Yes. All right. Thanks. Thanks for calling, man. Nice. Fly FM. So we're talking about black sheep's of the family. We feel like every family has one, whether it's your sibling lah, your uncle lah, your auntie. At least one will be koyak, right? So we're asking you, what is your story? Who is the black sheep of your family, Alicia? Okay, I have a sister. Okay. So one day, she ran off with this guy, this dodgy guy. Oh. And then, yeah. So the rest of the family, like we weren't really speaking to her at that time. Okay, yeah, yeah. And except for my mom, lah. And then one day, my mom told her that we were going on a vacation. Okay. Right. Was it true yeah. though? Were you, were you all going on a family vacation? We were. Oh, okay. Her. All right. Yeah. Well, she ran away. Like what to do, lah? You you don't you don't you don't get to run away and then join us on family vacations. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So we we went on a vacation. All right. And while we were away, she came back home. She had keys. She came back home without telling you guys. Yeah, without telling us. Uh huh. 
she brought that guy with her. When I came back, I realized that most of the stuff was, were missing. So, uh, jewelry, money, and what I missed the most was my Walkman. Oh, oh so she, they came back to yeah. steal she things. She came back to rob the yeah. house. Oh my God. Uh, from your own family. What a troll. Huh? So Alicia, what's the update on this sister of yours? Is she still together with this dodgy thief stroke robber? Uh, no. Six months later, they broke up. Oh, okay. Thank goodness. So she's yeah, back with the family now. Uh, yeah, yeah. We're very good now. <laughs> okay. But she still won't admit that she took my this man. So, yeah. <laughs> Mati, mati, don't admit. <laughs> yeah, I know it's her. <laughs> wow, this Alicia sister sounds like a real handful. Uh. You know, maybe, just maybe, uh-huh. they didn't actually break into the house. Then? The boyfriend had enough and was trying to give her back. <laughs> Fly FM. It is that time of the week for... champion we mean it in a very sarcastic and cinderian way mm-hmm. these are people who have done some <laughs> things over the week <laughs> yes number three this man robbed the bank then went to the back of the bank where the ATMs were to deposit the money that he stole because <laughs> the cops were on the way and he didn't want to get caught with the cash I don't condone robbery But mm-hmm. some robbers need to find a new hobby like, This guy is, is like dumb dumb or what this, Bro, bro, listen When we say cashback We don't mean this way huh? Champion, <laughs> champion, champion Champion Number two Two men and two women are wanted for pretending to be okay you Okay, I know you want to have interesting content For your social media platforms But we really need to put some thought into this Especially if you're doing comedy content Which mm-hmm. involves a group of people Mm -hmm. We need to respect OKUs Just like we respect other people Do not be OKA or Orang Kurang Aja Champion, champion, champion champion. Number one Five bullies in Nilai are suspended for physically abusing their schoolmate Um, They recorded the entire assault as well Very sad to watch that video And it was so sickening Bullying is never permissible We should never do it And yes, bullying in schools is rampant And we should stop that But also bullying in other places For example, racial discrimination Is a type of bullying Mm -hmm. Which we find in the workplace Also, harassment of illegals Mm -hmm. Is a type of bullying We should definitely try and stop that And in schools especially Kids, you are meant to hit the books Not other students Champion, champion, champion champion. Now remember, we didn't put you on this list You put yourself on this list This is the Douglas Lim and Juanita podcast Hang out with them weekday mornings from 6 to 10am On Fly FM